Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and it gives me such great joy when I hear that the podcast has been able to help people in prayer, and hopefully it's helping you, prayerfully it's helping you to further your prayer prayer life. And we do that through exhortation, encouragement, and education to prayer. To be repetitive, you do know that I pray, or you may have heard before, that I pray that God would take my little loaves and fishes in in this podcast, and actually in all the ministries that I do, and help effectively Christians to grow and mature in the faith. Today, we wanted to touch base with having a place to pray, a consistent place to pray. And it's always helpful as we pray and develop our prayer lives and make the habit of prayer. It's always helpful that we have a place or places where we can go and pray. For instance, my wife and daughter both get up earlier than their families. They sit at the kitchen table and have a little coffee and read and talk to the Lord. And they each do that uh, each morning or almost every morning. Now, the only other time that that table gets a whole lot of workout is typically late at night when I'm uh, snacking on something I probably shouldn't be snacking on. But let's not tell my wife or, or even daughter about that. Let's keep that as our little secret, shall we? But it is a great place or a great thing to have a place. It was always a delight for me when my children caught me in prayer, most of the time in our bedroom. At one point in my life, as opposed to writing out the prayers that I prayed, I was typing them on a, a computer, a desktop computer. And I just did, I did that for a short period of time because I enjoy the act of writing better than I enjoy the act of typing. So, But I did for a short time. I did that. And one day I was praying in the bedroom and my wife called me to the kitchen. So I went and my son was just doing kid things in the house. He came into the bedroom. The computer was on and the screen was up and he saw something I was praying about, and he had some questions about that. So he came, kind of coyly at first, and he, but he came, and so we talked about what he had seen, what he had been reading, and it became actually a very special time for him and I, because I was able to give him some 411 just on life in general and on prayer life the same, but we didn't call it the 411 way back then. But it did become one of those wonderful teaching moments for me. He may not even remember it, but I do know and trust that those incidences help form our character, right, as we remember them or even don't remember them, but as we go through them. So it was a special moment, a wonderful time for me. But I had that habit of going and praying when I was at home in the bedroom. And we want to, one of the things that we're trying to do is in the podcast is to to make prayer and the thought of prayer and the act of prayer more accessible than in some of the venues than you, you listen to. 
But what I mean by that is practical things like having a place to pray. So we know that Jesus is our example. He's our Lord and our Savior. He's also the example for us to live out our lives or to aim it at living out our lives. We find in Luke 11:1, the very first phrase of that verse says, and it came about that while he was praying in a certain place. And just a quick reminder, all our quotes come from the New American Standard Bible, the 1977 version, unless we say otherwise. So he had a certain place in Luke 11:1 1, that he was going to pray. In Mark 1:35, we find a lot of times that he, he went to the mountains to pray. So we also find in John 18, 1 and 2, after Jesus' high priestly prayer, it says, When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the ravine of the Kidron, where he, where there was a garden, into which he himself entered, and his disciples. Now Judas Judas also, who was betraying him, knew the place, where Jesus had often met there with his disciples. This was the place where Jesus went to pray with his disciples, and Judas knew exactly where he and the Romans could arrest Jesus and where Judas could himself betray him in a safe place that was away from the crowds who had just been worshiping Jesus the week a week earlier. That's one of the reasons that the Jews stayed away and the Romans stayed away from Jesus for as long as they did because they were afraid of the people who loved him. But he knew, Judas knew, that there was a special place that Jesus took his disciples to pray. And when we find a place where we can meet God in prayer, our prayer lives are very often enhanced and become more consistent because we have an appointment with him. A place helps us make that appointment with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Most of us are actually inclined by the nature of the life we lead to make special appointments, and we want to keep those. We, te- we try to keep those. So having a special place also adds solemnity. You might even say a holy place where we can go and pray, and that helps motivate us as well. If you've got a special place, it can promote a focus on God in our worship, thanksgiving, confession, and an oppor- and our opportunity to intercede. And so I would encourage you to find a place. This is a devotional on finding a place or several places to pray and meditate on God, our Savior. Bedrooms are a good place. We talked about the kitchen table early in the morning when you have a peaceful place where you can be by yourself. The inner room, the Bible talks about going to your inner room. Garden, a really nice place. I have a friend, she's got a very special yard and a very special garden and I believe she goes there to pray. Her husband does as well. Could be a park on your way to work or on your way home from work. Could be in your car while you were at work or getting away to a place. Very often there's a little park near our house. It's a water park. It's a big pond. And I like to go there and look over the water and pray very often. But even on a bench outside of work or on your break from work, you can have that special place where you go to be with God. When I first got saved and began to learn to pray, I I mentioned before that I was working at a big production bakery and keeping because of the nature of working in a bakery odd hours. I was up a lot of times when everyone else was sleeping, and I was sleeping, obviously, when everybody else was up and doing things. And so very often before or after work, I would find a place, and we used to have a lot of them in the city where I live, that I could park, overlook the city, and kind of have a perspective that brought me to a worshipful place. Most of those places are gone now, but it was a great place to get up by myself at the break of dawn or when the sun was setting and pray. It was nice to be able to contemplate and worship in that isolated prayer. Now, you need to find some place that's peaceful and a refuge from distraction and make your appointment and pray. Pray there. 
as often as you can, pray in that place. And it can be, again, any place where you're meditative, focused, and clear-minded. Now, meeting, having a special place and a special time to meet with God, makes our prayer time a moment to look forward to and a destination every day to experience the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and to get caught up in fellowship with Him. Because, again, the whole idea is to be by yourself. David, and we've touched on this, when he was a, a lowly shepherd, he had green pastures and quiet waters, right? In 23, talks about how the Lord provides those for him. And some of those were the, his most precious times in prayer. As the shepherd of Israel, he had his own couch in his inner chamber. Where he could concentrate on God and pray and write the Psalms, the sum of the Psalms that he wrote. Jesus had his mountains, as we've talked about. Jonah even had a fish. Now, I'm not recommending that you find a fish and, and climb inside But find a place where you can make an appointment with God and pray, bowing before Jesus, for your good and his glory. Amen. Again, thank you for listening to this devotional. We will have part two of worship coming up. Thank you, and until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, make it a godly fun-filled day.